Hello, I'm Marsha Ogden. Welcome to my podcast, Directory of a Dream Life 50 Plus. It's for anyone who's passed that milestone, like me by a long chalk, and who, like me, has realised that we could be on this earth for another 30 or 40 years. So let's make the best of it. Welcome to episode 12 of Directory of a Dream Life 50 Plus podcast. The title of this episode is Equality for Men. And that's because a lot of times when I mention what Directory of a Dream Life 50 Plus is about, men say, well, I hope you're not excluding us from that because men are transitioning in a big way just as much as ladies are. And a lot of men are starting to speak up more about the fact that, yes, the world has changed and we're we're all clogging on a bit, but I don't feel old inside and I need to make sure that I don't waste the next 30 years just wallowing in retirement. So I've invited my friend and colleague Tristan Firth to join us this week. He's a family man and whilst the corporate life has been very good to him and he's not quite ready to quit yet, Tristan tells us about his plans for the future and what he envisages for himself and his family. But first... If you're a mum, or a nan, or a dad, or a granddad, actually, or an auntie, or a sister, yeah, all of us, if you're ever the adult responsible for children, whether they're yours or someone else's, and they hurt themselves, Let me recommend CBD. I know what you're thinking, but CBD is non-psychoactive and non-addictive. Doesn't matter what you read or what John down the pub tells you, those are the facts. So as long as you buy from a reputable supplier for your own peace of mind, then this is worth considering. Let me give you one reason why. I was looking after my grandson and he burnt himself, his hand, badly on the electric hob. Nothing consoled him, as you can imagine. And after a couple of hours, I suddenly realised that I've got CBD in the house. So I decided to give him just one little gel tap. And after about half an hour, no different, he was still crying his eyes out. I thought, oh well, I tried, but it didn't work. And you know what? After about 30 minutes, he actually stopped crying and said, Nan, my hand doesn't hurt anymore and I feel great. Are you as shocked as I was? <laughs> I was expecting that it would be a gradual relief, like when you take a painkiller, but no. And he was able to carry on with our plans for the afternoon. We went to um, a summer fete and we had a very nice time. Obviously, his hand was tender, but he wasn't in excruciating pain any longer. As I say, it's perfectly legal and it's very effective for conditions such as anxiety, depression, arthritis, any kind of pain relief. And it is suitable for adults, children and even your pets. Now the link that's below is a link to a company called Organic Secrets and I won't try and cover it up. Myself and my daughter own that company. But the reason we started it was because 
On several occasions, we have bought CBD for different reasons and every time been so impressed with the results. So that's why the link is there. And that's why I thought I'd tell you this little story. So my guest this week is my friend Tristan, Tristan Firth. And Tristan has a long corporate career behind him. And he's transitioning out of that at the moment. We keep talking about transitioning into retirement. And Tristan isn't transitioning into retirement. He is transitioning into working for himself. Am I right in saying that? Yeah, I yeah, think so. yeah. That, that's a fair summary, yeah. Right, okay. And what's made you make that move? Why don't you just stick with it right up to retirement and then retire? I think it's a, a variety of reasons, really. Um, mainly, I suppose, kids. Uh, I've got two children, 19 and 21. So the youngest has just finished his first year at university. Mm-hmm. And that was the trigger, really. You, as you'll know, they, they, they never completely disappear, particularly when it comes to uh, needing financial support. No, mine are but, like boomerangs, uh, by the way. They've left home about four times, but they keep coming back for different things, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Which is yeah, nice. I'm under no illusions that I'm getting yeah. rid of them, that's for sure. We tease uh, them about it, but it's nice. <laughs> yeah. So um, it, it was really sort of them finishing their schooling and um, disappearing. So there's. There's less financial concerns, I suppose. Mm. I can afford to take um, a few more risks. Mm. So th- th- that was the main one. Um, but in terms of what I wanted to do, I suppose it was something that I'd always envisaged doing. I guess the longer you spend in the corporate world, the the, the more you think, actually, I could be doing better than that. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> he yeah. says hoping his boss isn't watching. But, uh, <laughs> Yeah, and so no, no, that's, that's unfair. But also, I, I just I felt the need to um, test myself, I suppose, a little bit more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I think it's always you'd always have it in your mind, sort of. I wonder what would have happened if I'd taken the risk. Yeah. So you've got yeah, to. No, do okay. it. Yeah. You've got to do yeah. it, haven't you? And yeah. I think when you do take a risk, failure isn't an option. And you, so you go in with a different attitude, um, rather than you know, if you know, well, I might just try it taking the risk is is a much bigger move isn't it and and like you say when your kids are older you have a different problem don't you it's it's it's, you get some of your time back and you don't want to waste it because we don't feel old enough to be winding down for retirement so you want to use your skills in a productive way that are going to enhance your life don't you oh exactly and i think the um i guess that's one of the the long-term objectives of it as well is that if i stay in a corporate world i get to 67 and I say thank you very much, and mm. well, I don't get a gold watch anymore, do you? But um, no, you don't even get that. No, you, sort of, uh, <laughs> you, you pushed out the door, and um, then I'll be left sort of twiddling my thumbs. Whereas mm. this this way, I see myself setting up a business, and I'm, if I want to stop when I get to sixty seven, fine. But if, yeah. if I don't, you know, I'm still in control. Yeah, um, that's right. And I can go as long as I yeah and it's and it's a different world these days it's not like setting up on your own say 30 years ago these days with the internet you can literally create whatever world you want can't you and you've got all the support there at the touch of a button you know you don't have to be free to fly all over the world and you don't have to to do all the admin yourself there are VAs and all sorts of it's just a totally different world isn't it different business world so one of the reasons that we are pursuing an online future is because you can do it from anywhere 
So if we decide yeah. to go yeah. take off to Greece or somewhere, as long as there's a Wi-Fi connection, we can carry on working. You know, you don't have to have a bricks and mortar business anymore, do you? No, that's right. And certainly when it comes to the IT as well, I'm not a big techno geek or anything, but there's so much information out there as well that there's there's no excuse for not being on top of the IT and and being able to do you know, the sort of things we're doing now using Zoom to have mm. a face-to-face meeting. Yeah, I know. Interview, it been... Whatever you want to call it. You know, yeah. that's the thing. It's easy. It's, yeah. Um... yeah, it would have been so hard to get together with people in, yeah. in the past. So much organising yeah. and so time-consuming and, and what have you. So what are your immediate plans? You, you've, you're sort of downsizing your corporate job and yeah. building up your own. Is it in the same industry? So you... No, I've, I've come out of effectively a construction development um, investment area mm. <laughs> i've got covered all of those i suppose in what i do at the moment and now i'm, I'm looking at us- using some of the skills that i've uh, developed in that area um, mm. but to apply them more widely and outside of the corporate environment and to, to sort of smaller businesses where i feel i can bring some of the, the skills that I've, I've developed um mm-hmm. apply them in a way that you you don't often see there's a lot of advice around the sort of thing that I do, but it, it tends to be focused on big companies. And right. uh, I mean, in terms of the area that I'm interested in is sort of the customer experience, and customer mm. value. But when you do finally retire or slow down, where do you want to be? What kind of position do you want to be in? Is there something like a particular legacy that you want to be able to leave to your family or is is it? A lifestyle that you and your your wife want want to um, aspire to and achieve, sort of in the next few years. Well, I I, I think it's a, a bit of everything there. I don't see myself ever just sort of getting to the the stage where I wake up one morning and say, right, that's it, I'm done. Um, yeah, yeah. What, what I envisage is, is tapering down at some point. Um, you know, you, you can let a business run down in that sense, can't mm. you? As opposed to just mm-hmm. having a your letter of resignation going and yeah yeah having you leave in do and then you don't bother getting up on monday but um so so there's a, it's an element of lifestyle um so i don't don't see that point coming anytime soon mm. so, so the kids have got a, a good few years if they want to get interested then th- that'd be nice yeah of course yeah yeah are they are they going down similar avenues to you study wise they don't know what they're doing this weekend let alone what they're oh. going to be doing <laughs> 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 just time, but no, it, um, just an option. Of, in terms of the studies, no, I mean, they're both uh, both linguists, albeit Ben's doing right. mm-hmm. um, politics and international relations. Mm. I think he's perhaps thinking a little bit further afield. It would be nice to have someone to hand down your your successful business to. It would be, yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But, so I'm not, I'm not hung up on that. It's not something yeah. that I'm uh, particularly uh, fussed about, and I'm not. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not the, not the prime motivator if, if they want to get involved as i say that's, yeah. that's great um, yeah 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 but you know you know specific plan yourself as, as to how you see where you want to be um i mean i've always struggled with this idea of i'll be happy when because we don't it's just a concept because we've not been brought up in the way of like you, you work out where you are yeah. where you want to be and how you're going to get there step by step and what does it look like and write it down and put a picture of it that was never a thing. I don't know when I was no. a school or I don't, growing up. I don't know if it was when you were. But it's it's hard to envisage what exactly you want and what exactly happiness is. 
But that's what we all want, to be happy, isn't it? I, I guess the only picture I have is is having the freedom to do what I would like. Yeah, yeah. Time comes. Um, I've always been lucky in that I've been fit and healthy and, and reasonably active. I recognise there'll come a time when uh, I, I want to slow down a little bit. And yeah. I guess it'd be nice at that stage to go and watch a few test matches somewhere exotic. And, yeah, and, yeah, and, and not worry about where or how much or... Yeah. yeah, 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 exactly. Um, and it, it's just having that freedom at, uh, at that point. And if mm -hmm. I want to do a little bit of work in between, then yeah. that'd be nice too. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, like I say, you can do it online, take your computer with you, and <laughs> the cricket gets boring. <laughs> I'm going to ask you a question that I've just realized I forgot to ask the person I interviewed earlier, but never mind. <laughs> it's a question that I've been asking all my guests, and that is, if you met the teenage Tristan now, and he could see you, what would he be happy with, and what would he wish you'd done differently? Uh, it's a good question. Um, I think he would be happy that I'd never, <laughs> he says, having been introduced to some he's had a corporate career for 20 years when i was a teenager i was uh, convinced i wasn't going to work in an office oh right and i wasn't going to wear it wasn't going to wear a gray suit yeah for the early part of my working life i didn't do that at all i was i was a geologist so i was i was out getting muddy and uh, right and at times very cold and very wet and other times uh, enjoying the sun but uh, mm -hmm. there did come a time when i was spending more time in an office than, than not but having said that i've for the most part avoided that nine till five thing which was really what i was uh, scared of it's probably too strong a word for but uh, I, I didn't like the idea of yeah, as, a, as yeah. a teenager so in that sense i think my teenage self would be reasonably pleased that i've, yeah. uh, I've achieved um yeah. one of the things i did want to do was was travel a lot um, through work um, and that hasn't happened for, for various reasons um, back in my geology uh, geology days I, I managed to pick up a lot of visas to a lot of places but without actually mm. getting to any of them um, all right <laughs> how'd you do that <laughs> oh we were just uh, thinking things would be due to happen and then oh uh, right and then contracts would fall oh, through at the last yeah, minute yeah. um right. It, right it was fairly commonplace i had a, a friend of mine who was was due to be going to china for six months he'd left his yeah. flat and everything and he got a phone call when he was at the uh in the departure lounge oh oh god so, <laughs> so he had to a, a, get himself off the plane and yeah uh, Get, get his oh luggage back and uh, th then work out where we were staying for the next six months. Yeah, so. yeah. Oh, gold. So that's something you would have changed, like maybe travelled more with work. Yeah, I, I, yeah. I did, did do bits. Um, enjoyed it. If, if you could spend sort of three or four months somewhere mm -hmm. and actually get to have a bit of a feel of the place, it's it's, yeah. it's a very different to mm -hmm. when you're there for a couple of weeks on holiday. Oh, yeah. A bit, bit more travel, maybe. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh, interesting. I didn't know you were a geologist. <laughs> what what made you change career? Oh, well, that, that thing, I suppose, uh, that happens in, in pretty much every uh, career or technical career. You, you, you do the technical stuff and as you get a little bit more experience of it, uh, at it, you, you suddenly find yourself doing a bit of management. And, mm. and before you know it, you're doing more management than you are the, uh, yeah. the, the technical stuff. Um, ah, right. So it kind of you kind of promoted out of it kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, uh, and I realised that uh, my career options as a manager within a civil engineering environment, which is effectively where I was working all the time, 
were, were limited because I wasn't an engineer, I wasn't an accountant. So mm -hmm. at that point, it was right, I'll go and get myself some proper management training if that's what I'm going to do, and then uh, go and find a more interesting uh, sector. Right, right. It's upsetting all the civil engineers watching. But yeah. uh, <laughs> well, horses for courses. <laughs> yeah. Oh well. Oh, well, thank you so much for taking the time out to have a chat, and I hope I'll see you soon. Indeed. Cheers, thank then. You. Thank, thank you. Thank you. I hope you enjoyed this week's episode, and thank you, Tristan, for being such a lovely guest. And I do apologise if that interview sounded like it was cut a bit short. It's because the last minute or so, which was, in fairness, just me and Tristan waffling, that last minute was very distorted, so I thought it was best to just snip it out. Here's a little social media life hack that I've picked up this week. Well, I say I've picked it up this week. I've known it or I've been told it for a while, but didn't really believe it. You know now on Facebook and Instagram, you've got stories as well as posts. I've always thought stories were a bit pointless and I didn't believe that they were becoming more popular than posts. Well, this week I set up a new Instagram account for Directory of a Dream Life 50 Plus and I'll put the link in the comments because I'd love you to follow us if you don't already. But it is true. The stories get far more views than posts. So keep updating your story regularly and post occasionally, say once a day, once every two days. But as long as you keep that story going, that's what people are looking at these days. <laughs> Who knew? Kids have proved me wrong again. The Directory of a Dream Life 50 Plus podcast is created and produced by me, Marsha Ogden, and it's available across several platforms, so please keep listening. There are relevant links below in the show notes, along with links to followers on Instagram and Facebook. If you'd like to be a guest on the show, just drop me a line at marsha at gurgleit.com. That's M-A-R-C-H-I-A at G-U-R-G-L-E-I-T dot com. Or just leave a voice message on here with details of your topic. Have a fantastic week and I'll see you next time. P.S. Can you do a P.S. on here? Well, I've done it anyway. Don't forget to send in any hints and tips, life hacks that you want to share with us. Just record your voice message at www.anchor.fm forward slash ddl50 forward slash messages. I still can't say it. See you soon. <laughs>